Hey guys, it is Nicole here back on this Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys are all doing good out there and welcome back to Nicole's View. So, you know, I really hate that I did not jump on this story much sooner to get the word out. Um, I was pretty active in the story about Rodney Reed here in Texas. It was a very big story that went national and international, actually. And the family, you know, over time, they had been really trying to get out the word about Rodney Reed's case and the injustice with it and all of the misinformation that a lot of people were fed uh, via the media or other uh, resources. Um, but with this case, it's equally, if not worse, it is worse because this man is now deceased, lynched by your U.S. government. So you have here the story coming out of Alabama about this man by the name of Nathaniel Woods, who unfortunately was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, he was in a house. They're saying it was a crack house back in 2004 where his friend killed three white male police officers. And just by Nathaniel Woods being there, simply there, did not pull any trigger, just happened to be in the house with uh, his friend, he was also convicted and sentenced to death. And this story, unfortunately, did not get the mass attention that it desperately needed, not until like the very end. And I truly hate that that happened for him. I saw the story kind of floating around on social media, maybe the last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, it didn't really hit me until I learned about the case and just how just demonic and unfair it is that this man was killed first before the man who actually did it. All right. And it just amazes me. It amazes me. It shouldn't amaze me, but it just amazes me how blatant, how just they're out there with it. They're like, listen, we don't care if he didn't pull the trigger. The fact that he knew him, the fact that he was black, the fact that he was just sitting up in this house, he was just as guilty. We don't care who was around. He could have been outside the house. He could have been on the, the corner of the house. He could have been across the street. Whoever we saw, we were going to lynch. Okay? They're like, in their minds, they kill these precious, untouchable white male police officers. Um... You know, and he has to pay the price too. And what's so absolutely outrageous about this is the man who killed these three police officers, the jury in that case, uh, didn't want the death penalty. Okay. They said, just give him life in prison. Yet the jury in Wood's case, the jury voted for the death penalty. And it it was 10 to 2. So in the state of Alabama, you don't need all 12 jurors. You can get 10 jurors to vote unanimous on one verdict and it's still accepted. I wonder how those other two jurors feel today. 
I wonder how those jurors, all of them feel, knowing that you helped this happen. And it's just, it's amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing. Although I shouldn't be shocked, you know, because this is this country's history. This is what they do on the daily. Nathaniel Woods is not the only uh, black person, black male in particular, to suffer such a evil injustice. This is America. So some of this article I'm going to read, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I don't even think uh, Anchor allows me to go on too long, but I'm just going to read some of it from CNN.com. And it says, Nathaniel Woods execution doesn't end the controversy over his case. Of course it, it doesn't. Even one of the sisters, I believe, of one of the police officers begged the governor, Kay Ivey, don't do this. Don't kill this man. He didn't kill my brother. He didn't kill those uh, other two men. Save him, at least. They didn't care. They didn't even listen to the victim's families. What is that, folks? Straight up white supremacy till the end. Didn't even take into account the victim's families. High profile supporters on both sides of a controversial death penalty case are still trading barbs even after Nathaniel Woods was executed Thursday night in Alabama. Convicted in 2005, in the killings of three Birmingham officers, Woods' co-defendant, who fired the shots, had claimed since his arrest that Woods didn't have a gun and ran away when the firing began. Beyond questions about his culpability or doubts, he was adequately represented at trial. The actions of the U.S. Supreme Court and the governor of the state of Alabama are reprehensible and have potentially contributed to an irreversible injustice. Martin Luther King III, the son of the civil rights icon, wrote on Twitter of Woods' execution. It makes a mockery of the justice system and constitutional guarantees to a fair trial. Activist Sean King said the state just executed an innocent man. We are crushed that Nate experienced this grisly injustice and crushed for his family, King wrote on Twitter. This is a modern day lynching. He broke no laws, never fired a gun, and surrendered. A relative, as I just stated, of one of the officers killed Meantime, describe the execution as a step toward justice. Now, this is must be another one because one of the relatives that I read um, had begged the governor not to do this. Partial justice has been served today for our families. One cop killer down as we patiently wait for the next one, said a statement read by Star Side Linker. 
Harley uh, Chisholm third sister on behalf of her sister Rhonda. No petitions could stop this day from him taking his last breath. Now, this is a great example of how these folks, they don't forgive. While you have folks in both of them, John's family, forgiving the cop who killed their relatives, you see how to the very end, this, this relative here from one of these cops' family, there is no we forgive. We want you dead. We want you eliminated. And this man didn't pull a trigger. This is how they stay on code till the end, till their last breath. But you have folks like Botham John's family who will sit up and give hugs and kisses to a cop that murdered their relatives. This is what I'm talking about. Also slain were Charles, Charles, excuse me, Bennett and Carlos Owen. Another officer, uh, Michael Collins, was shot in the leg and survived. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey, a Republican who refused to stop the execution, said Thursday night that Woods was an active participant in the intentional murder of these three officers. She described him in her statement as a known drug dealer. But did he kill anyone, you devil? This see that, that that's they're throwing out cold words. He deserved to be killed anyway. That's what that is. And remember, folks, this K. Ivy, this governor, this white supremacist, old, decrepit, nasty, Bengay-smelling devil. She used to be a Democrat. So for all you, well, if y'all had voted for a Democratic governor in Alabama, Angela Rye, we wouldn't have seen this happen. Oh, really? See, this is why I'm done with these folks. This is why I, I don't play these games anymore. This is why you see black folks straight out refusing not to even vote. What is the point in voting when you see both of these uh, parties serve white supremacy? What's the point in voting when they sit up here and they play both sides of the damn coin? How, how is that helping anything? All they see is white supremacy. They see nothing else. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. Okay, I just read that. Uh, there is no evidence and no argument has been made that Nathaniel Woods tried to stop the gunman from committing these heinous crimes. Well, why would he stop them if he hears gunshots and he's running away, not knowing what the, what the hell's going on? I don't want to be caught in this crossfire. She said, after thorough and careful consideration of the facts surrounding the case, the initial jury's decision of the many legal challenges and reviews, I conclude that the state of Alabama should carry out Mr. Woods lawfully imposed sentence this evening. So she was basically saying, uh, lynch this nigga, get him out of here. We don't care if he uh, didn't pull a trigger. He's black. He was a known drug dealer. So get rid of him anyway.
just to help our conscience. He was a known drug dealer. That makes it okay. Woods did not make a final statement and was pronounced dead at 9.01 p.m., the state corrections department said. Um, so that's that. Um, the article kind of goes on and talks about uh, advocates and whatnot. But I will read this, though. Uh, state sent an innocent man to die, advocates say. Carrie Spencer Woods, co-defendant, who is also on death row, wrote a letter from prison proclaiming Woods was 100% innocent. I know this to be a fact because I'm the person that shot and killed all three officers. Don't allow another innocent man to be executed if you can do something to put a stop to it. He wrote, this is my uh, fervent prayer. Up until Woods' final moments, uh, activists and advocates had flooded social media, urging state leaders to stop this execution. Nate will die for a crime. Another man confessed and say Nate, uh, another man confessed to and say Nate had nothing to do with it. Kim Kardashian wrote on Twitter, my heart and prayers are with Nate and his family and all the advocates who worked tirelessly, tireless, tirelessly, I can't even say that word correctly, to save his life. Um, and I have to give props to Kim Kardashian. I may be no fan of her per se, but I am a fan of the fact that she is trying to do something to bring awareness to these uh, cases that are riddled with all kinds of uh, wrongdoing, all kinds of just, we know that these cases are wrong and how they are brought about, how they continue um, to just be against black people, in particular black men. We see these cases every single day, every single day. And I will give her props for that. At least she's doing something productive with her name besides all the other crap she does. I will give her props for that. And I do thank her for that. And it's just a shame that this happened. Wood's sister told AL.com, he had nothing to do with the killings. We do feel really bad for what happened that day. We don't wish that on anyone for their family to have to deal with that. It was very unfortunate that the shooter did what he did. But the main point is that Nathaniel had no parts in those actions. Another man, Carrie Spencer, Pamela Woods told the news outlet, Bart Starr Jr., the son of the late NFL Hall of Fame quarterback, also pleaded for mercy. Simply being at the wrong place at the wrong time where someone else shows up and then starts firing at police. Officers is not a reason to assign culpability to someone else, he told CNN affiliate WBRC. Um, there were many people who were outraged by this. Um, but like I said, it just goes to show you how they stay on code no matter what. And when will black people get this same mentality. Instead, we see sideshows like what we saw in the Botham John case. We see that. 
with Amber Geiger. We see them hugging and kissing the murderer of their relatives. But we don't see that here. Like I said, there was one other relative that did say, don't do this. This man didn't kill these police officers. One. But as I read in this article, there was another one that praised it. When will we do something about this? And I, like I said, I know there are advocates. I know there are people out there trying to get the word out about this. But what's going on in Alabama? What are black people as a collective doing out there? How can we be outraged when the folks besides his family and some advocates are trying their best? What's going on with the people out there? Even here in Lily, white Austin, Texas, there are more folks out there, boots on the ground, demanding that Rodney Reed not be executed. Where is everybody out there in Alabama? Where are these black people? What are y'all doing? Listen, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend that Texas is some great damn uh, utopia. Because we know it's not. It's still in the South. It still has the death penalty too. But I'm just sitting up here wondering, how can we be outraged? And the people there, what are y'all doing? Besides the advocates, I don't want to take away from the advocates that's been boots on the ground there. But what are y'all doing out there? Where were the rallies for this man? We had them all day long out here for Rodney Reed. Where is everybody at? This is a damn outrage. I'm, I'm honestly just angry because this didn't have to happen. I, I really wish... This would have gotten more attention. Like I said, I really wish I would have jumped on this much sooner than the last couple of weeks I heard about it. But this is disgusting on every level. And I just feel really bad for this family. And what does that do to the one relative that said that this is, this is good? Does it bring those officers back? What does it really do? You just kill somebody else. What does it do? Yes, I know there are folks out there, an eye for an eye, but this man didn't take anyone's eye. And I've always been conflicted on the death penalty. I've always had mixed feelings about it because there are people who do deserve it. 100%. But then when I see a case like this, I'm like, is it worth it? Is it truly worth it? To kill someone who didn't pull the trigger. If it saves one life. Should we have the death penalty? One innocent life. Because he's not the only one. There's been many, many innocent people. Who have died on death row. Whether naturally or unnaturally killed. So I sit here and I, and I lean towards more the death penalty being abolished. It is still, I read somewhere, still enacted in 28 states in America, the death penalty. I know that recently Colorado got rid of it. So 
the more I think about Nathaniel Woods, the more I say, you know what? I don't think it's worth it. If someone goes around as an axe murderer, going around killing, murdering people, and they are found to do it, just let them rot in jail. Let them rot. Because at the end of the day, are your loved ones going to be brought back after killing them? Yeah, it may feel good. It's a, it's a good feeling. Oh, yeah, now they can never do anything else to anyone else again. But what about Nathaniel Woods? What about all the countless other people that we may not even know who proclaimed their innocence to the very end, to their very last breath? And someone like Woods, who didn't murder anyone, his crime being in a crack house at the wrong time. His crime, according to Governor K. Ivey, being a drug dealer. Yes, we don't um, look fondly upon drug dealers. Okay? No, we don't co-sign that. But at most, Woods should have been in jail maybe a couple of years just because he was a drug dealer. Okay, you want to give him a couple of years? Okay, fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that knowing him, uh, him being in a crack house. I'll give you that. But to murder this man? To straight out murder him? That's nothing but strange fruit. That's nothing but state, state excuse me, state sanctioned murder. That's what this is. My deepest condolences goes out to the Woods family. I am so sorry. I hope you get some type of justice. I hope you sue the state of Alabama. I hope do whatever you have to do. And like I said, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I don't like any of these devils because what? They play both sides of the coin. But do whatever you have to do to get rid of that disgusting, blackface-wearing, racist monster that governor, Kay Ivey, she needs to be gone. We have the man who killed those four little black girls in that church. That church bombing. We all know the story part of the civil rights era. And the devil who did that is up for parole. Where? In Alabama. Now you tell me, K.I.V., why hasn't he been executed? You tell me that. This man lived and lived and lived. Woods was convicted in 2005 and murdered in 2020. There was no decades and decades and decades. They killed him. I am sickened with this story. But what, what can be done unless there is some true um, revolution? What's, what's going to be done? It's just going to be the same old, same old. And I'm just, like I said, I'm perplexed by the people of Alabama. Y'all okay with this? Okay. Uh, uh, wow. Wow. Anyway. Oh, Lord, rest in peace, rest in power to this brother. I hope by your death, I hope all types of karma 
comes to the state of Alabama. I hope this governor, I hope she gets everything that's coming her way. May the coronavirus visit her. May everything diabolical happen to this woman. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. I'm sick of these people. I'm sick of them. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Although you cannot comment as if we were on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, um, feel free to leave me a voicemail to let me know your thoughts and concerns. Um, thank you so much. And I will see you guys or you'll hear me in the next podcast.